This is the FM Gold Channel of All India Radio. In the program News Analysis, now we bring you a discussion on 10% reservation for economically weaker section and social justice. The participants are T.R. Ramachandran, political analyst, and Nilab Srivastas, journalist. There has been a lot of talk about the government recently giving the economically weaker sections a 10% reservation vis-a-vis -vis opportunities in education and other avenues. And since this bill was introduced in the parliament and subsequently when it was debated in the country, it was passed also by the parliament. Yesterday, the Supreme Court was hearing a petition on this. The centre also filed an affidavit saying that this particular quota for the economically weaker sections, EWS as they are called, was brought to promote social equality and by providing the equal opportunities in higher education and employment to those people of to those people who have been excluded by the virtue of their economic status. Mr. Ramachandran, this whole debate about the EWS, should they be getting it, should they not be getting it, what should be the criteria? The government has tried to explain it time and again. The government has now said it in the Supreme Court. How do you see this entire dynamic? The centre has made a very strong point justifying in the Supreme Court yesterday this whole effort of granting 10% quota for economically weaker sections is to promote social equality, providing what it describes as equal opportunities and higher education and employment to those who have been excluded by virtue of their economic status. This, by virtue of their economic status, assumes tremendous importance given the fact that you might be coming from a an upper caste where there is no reservation for you. But at the same time, you have difficulties because economically, you're not as well off as some of the others. And therefore, your efforts to seek higher education, you're losing out on it because you don't have the money to put you through that system of higher education and to improve your economic status. It might still seem that, you know, this is something which will envelop a large number of people. But that doesn't seem to be the case because you already have 50% of reservation existing. But the government, in an affidavit yesterday before the Supreme Court in response to some others who have challenged this whole endeavor, is to say that this does not go against the provisions of the Constitution in any way. And that the government is well within its ambit to bring forward such a reservation of 10% for people who are economically weak. Therefore, and they have gone on to say, you know, why they feel so and have made their arguments in the apex court. The government has, as you rightly said, has talked about the merits and the reasons or the, the trigger reason as to why this quota was introduced. The opposition and other parties and there is a general debate in the country as to what could be the benefits of this quota, what could probably be the compulsions of a government to announce such a quota and also the constitutional validity of a quota system where you cannot go beyond 50% of the exactly. total system. There are different sections who are deprived of so many things, so many benefits of education and employment. But how do you justify or how do you go and understand as to how can we keep this quota within the limit? with the constitution has set, with the Supreme Court, with the Apex Court has set for us, also to ensure that this benefit reaches more and more people. I think it might be best for us to really quote the affidavit of the government before the Apex Court because they have made a point to convince the court that they have not trampled on any other reservations and that there is space for having a quota of this kind for the economic weaker sections they have found it necessary to come forward with the Constitution Amendment 103rd Act 2019 only to benefit the economically weaker sections of society not covered within the existing schemes of reservation. Therefore, I think in a way they are impressing 
that this has been particular endeavor has been made for a certain segment of the population where they have not benefited so far from various things. I don't think by and large people, even the opposition parties are tremendously opposed to this because don't forget that on January 8th and 9th this year, this constitution amendment bill moved by the government was approved by the two houses of parliament. And therefore, with several people having moved petitions against this in the Supreme Court, the government is making an effort to put across its point of view saying that they have in no way brought down the reservations compared to what already exists. But their endeavor has been to carve out an additional 10% for these sections which is permitted within the ambit of the constitution. They have further gone on to explain how this negates certain other judgments that have been given by the apex court. The debate about unemployment, the argument about the government is now getting into elections, we are going to see the seven-phase looks about polls now. Apart from the legal angle which the government has tried to explain in the Supreme Court yesterday, a general a debate about how this unemployment thing probably may win or lose elections, how unemployment rate has gone down. The government has said that it has provided good amount of opportunity for employment. The opposition says that unemployment is a big issue in the forthcoming elections. This government has not been able to deliver on that. That has also been a debate and this particular 10% quota does talk about employment opportunities for people of the general categories or for people who are poorer, economically weaker. So how do you see this debate playing out in the outside from the court for people's understanding? Outside the courts, people in these sections do feel that, you know, they have finally got an opportunity. How far this will help them and how far this will motivate this particular section of people, which is not a very big percentage of numbers that can tilt scales one way or the other. But in numbers itself, if they were to swing and block to the ruling party, it can, you know, have an impact. I'm not saying that this alone will swing the votes in favor of the ruling party, but it can play a part in the overall analysis of how the ruling party fares in the general elections when counting is held on the 23rd of May. But I think there are some one or two very significant points which the affidavit of the government makes. The affidavit goes on to say that to do justice across all weak, weaker sections of society, the government on its past considered imperatives that the constitution be appropriately amended and to enable the state to extend various benefits, including reservations in educational institutions and public employment to the providing public employment to the EWSs, that is the economically weaker sections. It further goes on to say that if society, that certain corrections have to be made because given the, the structure of our society, because there are sections within the better classes, the upward classes, who are not having the economic strength or the financial ability to send their people for higher education and so forth. Might be a very fine line to draw, but I think this will have some kind of an impact because it finally is seeking to touch those people who may belong to the upper caste, but do not have the capacity to pursue higher education or to equip themselves to compete in jobs offered by the government. 
second part of it was which was the education part there are good number of courses professional and otherwise available in the country no doubt education has become expensive now it requires for someone who's not living at a he has to come to big city live and also ensure that the education he gets along with the professional education that he gets and the bill also talks about education opportunities to these people there have been reservations in the education as such so how do you see the youth of the country who belongs to this section taking it as to opening up certain avenues that probably would not have been available to them despite having merit but not money you hit the nail on the head this is precisely the point these are weaker sections among the upper caste i would rather say so called upper caste because you know you don't have the money to pursue higher education you don't have the money to pursue avocations that are available in the government so i think the effort is to really in the years to come to equip them but it is also an effort with an eye on the electorate of a certain section of the electorate really to get them to think in a certain kind of way because this opportunity was unavailable for them some decades ago some years ago but now there is a ray of light that will avenues will finally open for them but i think in some ways it is a very very progressive decision to take but then you have bunch of petitions in the supreme court so the supreme court will still have to decide one way or the other the supreme court has been very guarded initially they say that we will not be talking about the quota as such and we will not be interfering in it they have said not for the moment but uh, the government has tried its best to make a very strong case between the supreme court we will come to that as we go along in this discussion but it's interesting in the overall because don't forget for a constitution amendment to be passed in the two houses of parliament you need two thirds of the members present and voting for a constitution amendment to go through the constitution amendment has gone through in both the lok sabha and the rajya sabha obviously it has found favor with the opposition parties and well quota is a very sensitive issue if you bring it there if any major opposition party tries to oppose it then it becomes a handle for the ruling party to say well here are people who opposing it and opposing you bear the brunt of it and then we have to bear the brunt of it so i think nobody has opposed it but it has got passed and it has happened when it has happened in january on january 8th and 9th both of them have been passed it has been quick forwarded to the president mm-hmm. and the president has given his assent yes. so everything has happened in a period of time that nobody can really question it that you know it has been brought in through the back door nothing has happened through the back door the petition that was filed in the supreme court was filed by various organizations one was janhit abhiyan and ngo called youth for equality their contention has been that this probably vitiates the atmosphere and this probably is not justified the government as we have already discussed that it has said that this is simply giving opportunities to people who have been meritorious who have been uh, looking forward to avenues of better jobs and uh, education but not financially sound and so but uh, the same time the government has also said that this is as the scheme of the mandal commission said that this will be over and above the 50% quota but yes. then this was too much necessary to be given to the people they have taken a very positive line to it that they're not disturbing the 50% reservation that already exists but it has been found necessary to give this additional 10% reservation and they have gone on to say why it has become necessary and applicable because there are certain sections of articles of the constitution like 154 155 and 164 which does not apply to article 156 according to their affidavit now one will have to go very carefully into what these articles mean but all of them revolve 
around the issue of reservation for various sections of people, including the backwards and the most backwards as well. The government on its part has made a, a strong presentation between the, to the Supreme Court and the Supreme Court has said that it is not going to do anything in a hurry. It will go consider the merits and demerits of everything before taking a decision. In any case, I think this has been put off till the general elections are over. Because I think if a decision comes one way or the other at this point of time, it will create its own complications in the run-up to the general elections. So that's where the situation stands. But the government has made certain points which I think would make some interesting reading. We have talked about this, asked you that question, uh, that outside the court's premises, how does it play out for the public and especially when we are looking forward to have rallies, sessions of people, I mean, political leaders talking about it, the government at the in the center, the opposition, the other parties who have probably been at the middle of the center, also supporting it, not supporting it. But we are now going to witness an electric campaign that is going to happen for the Lok Sabha polls. 23rd May is when the results come out. Before that, two and a half months, how do you see, would this be talked about by the opposition? Would this be also uh, talked about by the government in power because it has introduced it? Would it be the government will give the bait to the opposition or the opposition would themselves want to talk about it? I have a reading that the opposition cannot really go hammer and tongs against this proposal or proposition of the government. There have been many petitions that have been filed before the Supreme Court which are opposed to this, saying anything over and above the 50% reservation is not allowed by the provisions of the Constitution. The government has made a very strong case to say this is entirely wrong. We are not indulging in anything which disturbs the 50% reservation as enshrined in the Constitution. We are going for a particular section of people who are not enabled financially or otherwise to seek certain help like higher education or applying for jobs in the government or being equipped, you know, find jobs for themselves for which they have come forward with this reservation. There's not been much of a hue and cry from the opposition parties because the opposition parties realize in real terms this does not increase your arithmetic when it comes to ensuring your franchise on the day that you go to vote. There are some gray areas in this, but I don't think that is going to really vitiate the atmosphere in the runoff to the elections as far as reservations and social standing of these backwards among the so-called better-off people in the whole strata of society is concerned. Very Thank true. you very much. Thank you. You were listening to a discussion on 10% reservation for economically weaker section and social justice. The participants were T.R. Ramachandran, political analyst, and Nilab Srivastav, journalist. This program was produced and presented by the News Services Division of All India Radio. This program is also available on our website, newsonair.nic.in. You may email your opinion about this program at airnsdtalks at gmail.com.